Live by every word. That is the challenge and the opportunity the Bible gives to you. This program examines the actual words that have proceeded out of the mouth of God Himself so we can use them to guide our paths and live by them in our everyday lives. This is Live by Every Word. Thanks for joining me today here on Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. This is Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG. We're online at kpcg.fm and have a live link at thetrumpet.com as well. Jesus Christ knew how important it was for him to pray to his Father. That was his lifeline. He needed to be close to his Father every day. As busy as he was, he needed private time in prayer with his Father. And he set us an example in not only praying, but how to pray. And there's a lot that we need to take from this, especially in the times in which we live which are very dangerous times. No doubt you're aware of many of the things going on in this world. And uh, many commentators even are saying they're afraid and they don't know what the future holds and they're worried and concerned. And there's a lot to be concerned about, but yet we need to be making sure we're drawing close to God and getting his perspective and being close to him. And our daily prayer is vital in that. And Jesus Christ set us an example. Notice Matthew 14. We have a few passages today. If you have a Bible handy, it'd be great to get it out. And we could look at these examples together in Scripture. Matthew 14 and verse 23. And when he, this is Jesus Christ, when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. So Jesus Christ was praying in this particular instance. He sent the multitudes away. He was very busy. He had a lot to do. And, but there was a time where he needed to just draw close to his father. He was privately praying to his father and drawing close to him. And so in this instance, he sent the multitudes away to go have that private time. We see an example of Jesus Christ beginning his day with prayer in Mark 1. Notice Mark 1. And we'll look at verse 35. It says, And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. So Jesus Christ was obviously very busy. He had a lot to accomplish during his ministry. And he had to make sure that he was very much in tune with his father. He always did his father's will. And so he had to be very close to him to know his will and to be empowered by him and inspired by him. And we see this example of Jesus Christ in the morning, rising up a great while before day. And he goes out and he prays privately into a solitary place. So again, before all the busyness of the day and all the business that he had to take care of, he spent time in prayer. So we see multiple examples, and there are others, but we just look at those two for today, of Jesus Christ going and praying and needing to get away from the multitudes, needing some privacy, starting his day with prayer uh, again privately. And so we see that he, he prayed, of course, and we're to follow his example. And he gave us insight also into how we should pray. And so when we look at the passages here, we'll look at Matthew 6. What Jesus Christ gives us is an outline. 
it's an outline. Um, many mistakenly think that they should just repeat the exact words Christ said, but Christ taught us actually to not do that. He said, don't get into vain repetition. And that's a very direct command from Jesus Christ. Don't do this. Notice Matthew 6 and verse 7. It says, but when you pray, so again, it's not if, but when, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. So how interesting, right? People will often recite the exact words that Christ gives us here that we'll look at in a minute. Uh, But Christ gave those as as an outline. And oftentimes people will just recite it. And But if they back up just a little bit here to verse 7 in Matthew 6, Christ says specifically, don't use vain repetitions. Don't just say these same words over and over and over again and not, you know, really be personally having that contact with God that we need. So, again, we can see a few things here just from what we've looked at. We're not to use vain repetitions, not just saying the same things over and over again. We are to be praying daily. Christ did it privately in most cases in terms of the bulk of his prayer. And there are times, of course, for public prayer. That would be at a a church service. There are specific times for prayers in God's church services or you know, someone's having a meal at their home, it's appropriate to pray over that. That's more of a public prayer in that sense because multiple people hear it. Uh, But the bulk of our prayers should be private. That's what Jesus Christ did. That's the example that he set for us. And so Christ goes on and he gives us an outline on how to pray. And again, we have to remember verse 7. He said, don't use the vain repetitions. Don't just say these words without thinking. Make sure we're really praying to God, talking to him personally. And we have an outline here starting in Matthew 6 and verse 9. Christ teaches us how to pray. He says, After this manner, therefore pray you, Our Father which are in heaven, hallowed be your name. So again, it's after this manner. After this manner, Christ is giving us an example It's an outline. If he wanted us to say these exact words this exact same way, then he would have told us to. But in fact, he said, don't use vain repetitions. And then he says, after this manner, pray. So here's the example. And he says, our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We have a free reprint article at thetrumpet.com. It's titled The 30 Plus Program. This is a great article to study to help you improve your prayer life. And we also have an entire book on the subject titled How to Pray. Both of those are free and they're at thetrumpet.com. But I want to focus on some of the points given in this uh, reprint article, 30 plus program. And it's designed to help us focus our prayers. There is a lot more to study in this article than what I will cover today. But I just want to hit some of the high spots. And here are some of the points that are given about how we can be praying to God, our Father. Number one, it says spend three minutes. And again, this is an outline just to get people started. But it says spend three minutes hallowing God's name, and that means praising him for all of his greatness, his supreme power and might for being such a loving and an all-merciful Father. 
You know, Christ started out that way. He said, after this manner, pray, our Father which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So we do need to stop and think about God and how merciful he is, his power, his mind, how he uses it for good, how he helps. That's important to pray about every day. And that just helps us to stay in the right mind frame and understand who we're talking to and who we're addressing. Number two, a second point, it says spend five minutes on confessing your sins and faults, admitting to God where you have been selfish, self-centered, and going against God's law of love. See, we all have areas that we have to grow in and we have to overcome in, and we have to be praying about that and asking God to, to help us and repenting. And it's important to stop and think about that. If we don't, and if we don't think about it, and we don't pray about it, we can uh, become pretty deceived and think, well, you know, I'm pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. We do have to really look at uh, how we're living and, and, again, spend some time here confessing our personal sins and faults. A third point is to spend five minutes thanking God for your many blessings. Now, if you stop and think about how many blessings you have, no matter what state you find yourself in, uh, there's a lot of blessings to be thankful for. Of course, we have some tests and trials. We do have some ups and downs. But thinking about how many blessings we have now, how much we've been given in the past, how much God will be giving us in the future, there is a lot to think about there. So again, it can take longer than this. This is just an outline. It's just to get people started if they're really starting to try to solidify their prayer life and be more consistent in it, spend some time thanking God for your many blessings. And there are many to be thankful for. And then a fourth point, it says spend 10 minutes praying for God's work. So there's a lot that God's work is doing. If you're listening to this program, you probably are aware of much of it. You can learn more about what God's work is doing at thetrumpet.com. And there's just a lot of programs and a lot of initiatives and a lot of things that God's work is doing to try to get his message out to this world. It is a message of warning and hope, ultimately hope and a lot of great hope, but some warning as well. Because again, when we look at the world in which we live, a warning does have to go out and, and that's very specific. Revelation 10 and verse 11 talks about that. But there's a lot of hope in that message as well, and there's a lot of wonderful projects that God's work is involved in, and you can spend time praying about that. There's a lot to think about there. A fifth point is to spend five minutes praying for the brethren, for God's people, some of the trials and tests and difficulties that some might be going through, or, um, you know, just uh, general protection, things like that. We have situations that come up around the earth where, you know, there's, there's dangerous areas and God's people are often, you know, living somewhere within that vicinity, depending on where on earth it is, but God's people are all over the place and there's, there's a lot to consider there. So we have to think about uh, the protection that we need and be praying for that. And especially as times get more volatile, we do need God's protection. That's certainly something we can be praying about. A sixth point is to spend two minutes again praising God and his family name for his many blessings. Think think about that again, you know, and really spend some time 
praising God's name and what he does. And that ends up being about 30 minutes. Now it would be, it's, uh, it's good to try to have an hour of prayer, but when people are starting out, that can be a bit daunting. So this is a good place to start. Christ wants us to pray, to have that good relationship with his Father like he did, and we need to be praying to do that. A seventh and final point from this article is then spend whatever extra time you have praying about yourself. A lot of times that's more of where time goes with people's prayers, especially early on. They they think about themselves, and that's, that's what uh, tends to be on people's minds, their particular situation, their tests, their trials, their needs, their wants. And God wants to hear about that. But again, that can't be the main focus, or else it becomes pretty selfish. But we need to spend some time praying about our hopes, our dreams, our desires, asking God to guide us, to lead us in life's journey, and and praying for a willing heart that we follow his steps. See, there's a lot to pray about there. And these are just some guidelines to help you. Jesus Christ, again, gave us an outline of how to pray. Matthew 6 and verse 9, again, it says, After this manner, therefore pray you, our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, and your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. We need God's work to move forward. Give us this day our daily bread. We need to ask for God's help in those things that we need personally, of course. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. We repent. We change. We know we've made mistakes. We need to be repenting. Verse 13, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, from the evil one, from Satan. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You know, a lot of times people will really pray to God in troubling times, but we need to be praying to God every day. We need to be praying for protection so that we don't find ourselves in some of those extreme circumstances. doesn't mean it would never happen, but we definitely need God's protection. We need God's help daily. And Jesus Christ did as well when he was on this earth and he prayed to his Father daily. Notice uh, James 4. We need God's help daily. And uh, James 4 is a passage that shows us what we need to be doing. And prayer is a big part of this. James 4, verses 7 through 8. It says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. We all need Satan to flee from us. We don't want anything to do with him. Verse 8, draw near to God. How do we, how do we draw near to God? Well, prayer is a major part of that. Drawing near to God. Draw near to God. And notice what he does. It says, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. We don't want to be double-minded, thinking one way and then thinking another way. We want to be focused on God's mind, his thinking. And that means we have to be close to him. We don't think that way naturally. But like it says in verse 8, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That's a daily effort that we have to make in our prayers. Prayer is one major way that we can draw close to God daily. Jesus Christ set us the perfect example. He had ultimate success. He obeyed God perfectly 
And how did he do it? Well, he relied on God's Spirit, certainly, to empower him. But he stirred up that Spirit daily with prayer and really drawing close to him, at times sending the multitudes away, getting up early very often. We didn't cover the passages today, but, of course, the night before he was taken and then crucified, he prayed for about three hours, you know, just really drawing close to his Father in intense prayer. He wasn't saying vain repetitions. He was very personal in what he prayed. You can read about that in John. He really prayed deeply and specifically, and he told us, don't, don't get into vain repetitions. And then he gave us an outline and a pattern for how to pray and to really draw close to God daily. So wherever you are in your prayer life, there's always some room to improve and grow. And some of these tips from this article on the 30 plus program can be very helpful. And that's a free article at the trumpet.com. And then there's a second part to it as well that talks about Bible study, which is another part of the equation. So that's free at the trumpet.com. Also, we have a book, How to Pray, and that gets into a lot of depth. And it's really great. It's a great guidebook to use to really help you draw close to God so that He can draw near to you. That book is also free at the trumpet.com. That's all the time we have for today on this edition of Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. Thank you for spending some of your time with me. And until next time, let's all strive to more perfectly live by every word of God. You've been listening to Live by Every Word on Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG and online at kpcg.fm and thetrumpet.com.